In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why Baby Shark is a game changer when you're a parent and how that relates to you resolving conflict in your relationship. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. So I'm on my morning walk right now. Today I actually, when I'm recording this episode, I'm actually running off of four hours of sleep. Uh, a lot of it is because my daughter decided to wake up in the middle of the night. Well, not really wake up. She was kind of like still asleep, but she's having night terrors and she's yelling and screaming and all the things. So I had to be dad and soothe her and got her back to sleep but as soon as I got her to sleep this guy was not <laughs> asleep um, and that's okay because we are about a month away from baby number two coming into our lives so just preparing for those days of no sleep and all that greatness uh, but anyways I'm just like super inspired to to share with you something that is really interesting that uh that i've been experiencing as a parent that's been like such a cool parenting hack so i'm pretty sure you guys know of that song baby shark do 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 baby shark well let me let me tell you like baby shark is a game changer you guys um the other day uh stella and like how we've kind of figured this out is like actually on our car ride so our daughter, sorry, it's like super noisy in the background. Got cars driving all over the place. But um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we figured this out when Stella was actually riding with us in the car. And she doesn't really enjoy sitting in a car seat for long periods of time. And I don't blame her. Like, I totally understand how uncomfortable that could feel. But as a driver and as a passenger of the vehicle hearing your daughter cry is not the most enjoyable experience ever (laughs) and me struggling with anxiety like my daughter crying triggers that so easily and i can start shutting down start getting into like the shallow breathing and all these different things so we were trying to find ways in the car to like figure out how like how do i how do we keep her entertained all these different things so she's not like crying throughout the whole car ride and this one day we decided to um just play music because one of the things for us like every time like we try to get into a good state in productivity or just like anything we want to do if we want to get into a positive state like we change our environment. We change the music that we listen to. We change our body. Like we change all these different things 
to to change our state. I'm like, oh, let's let's test this on Stella. Let's see if if she like if this affects her at all. So we decided to play the whole Baby Shark song because I mean it's a popular song. We're like, hey, let's test it out. Let's let's just like play it uh, randomly. And as soon as we played the Baby Shark song in the car like she completely just stopped what she was doing she stopped crying she like she stopped shaking her head back and forth and she just kind of like sat there like looking out in the abyss and then with the music playing in the background i start to see her in in my rearview mirror bobbing her head just like bobbing her head like back and forth and clapping her hands and i'm like this is incredible this is the coolest thing and like throughout the rest of the car ride she was happy she was joyful she was um clapping her hands and all these different things i'm like man this is such a game changer and it's ha- it, it's worked for us 100% of the time so far like Every time she gets into a tantrum, we would play this baby shark song and she would just stop what she was doing and start dancing and then we're able to help her change her state and she would go about her day and start start being uh, the joyful baby instead of the tantrum baby. And uh, it's been a really interesting journey to to experience that. so what does that mean for you? <laughs> like baby shark, conflict. Well, the thing is here is that you got to always remember that emotion creates motion. Okay, emotion creates motion. And you can motion forward or you can motion backward, right? We could decide to use our emotions to progress in our relationship to create more productive and connecting conversations or we can decide to use our negative emotions to to hinder our progress to go backwards from where we're trying to go as a couple as a holy couple right so it's important to understand and manage our emotions and sometimes when you are in a conflicted state the best thing that you can do at that moment is to try to find a way to change the emotion instantaneously and one of the ways that you could do that is actually playing baby shark no i'm just messing don't do that like when you're in conflict don't be like raffi told me to play baby shark in the middle of our argument like don't do it um but what you can do is definitely you you definitely want to change your environment right it might not be the music but change your environment. One of the things that you have to start to realize and be a master of are your emotions. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is learning how to identify that, right? And how you can identify your emotions is when you start to feel the tension in your body, when you start to feel the tension in your shoulders, in your face, um, the heatedness on your face, like whatever those triggers are when you start to get into an argumentative state or a conflicted state i want you to start identifying that like what are those things what are those things that you start feeling in the body 
that before you actually get into the conflict in the relationship. Once you start to identify these different things, how your body reacts to conflict or into going to an argument, that is your cue to change the environment, right? That's your cue to change the environment. It's not the song that's playing. Maybe sometimes, sometimes maybe the baby shark song might work. But for most of the time, maybe if it's just you taking yourself out of that situation, right? Taking yourself out of that situation, redirecting that energy that's going back and forth between you and your partner, this negative energy, and redirect that somewhere else. One of the things that you could do is to talk to tell your partner saying, hey, I'm feeling a little heated right now. I'm feeling like it's it's a little tense right now. Can we take a little break? Where like I'm gonna go out for a walk for 20 minutes and then let's get back and let's try to resolve this again. Right? What you don't want to do is try to push through the things. Like your body is trying to tell you something. Like the tension Anything that you're feeling physiologically, your emotions are trying to tell you something. And again, if you want to be a master of this, you've got to listen to that. You've got to know yourself and then you've got to act. You've got to redirect it in a more productive way versus a destructive way. Because again, I know a lot of you who are listening to this podcast, like you guys get things done. Like we know the people in our community like to get things done. And some of the things with conflict, that's one of the things that you don't want to really rush. You don't want to just like try to fix it right then and there when there's so much high emotion because it just doesn't work that way. You've got to find a way to manage the emotion before you manage the conflict. And all it really takes is the change of the environment. So... Hopefully you got some value from this episode. And hopefully like now coming into your conflict, coming to like argumentative states, because it's going to happen as a couple, like regardless of how great you are in communicating, like conflict is going to happen. But when you start to identify these things in your body, in the tension, in your emotions, and deciding to redirect it by changing your environment, I mean, that's going to be a game changer for you. So hopefully... You get, you got some value from this episode and hopefully you try it out and let us know what, what the results are. So if you want to be a master at this, like you want to really learn how to identify your emotions, learn how to identify your tension points and learn how to manage that immediately so that the conflict that is going on in your relationship doesn't escalate more than it should you're gonna have to develop the skill set because the reality is you can be the best communicator here but again conflict is always going to happen so there has to be a skill set developed that the your school doesn't teach you that your parents don't teach you that your peers don't teach you that the, the media doesn't teach you about relationships but the good news for you is that we are hosting our Holy Couples Live Conflict Resolution Workshop to piggyback on the communication workshop that we did so that you can learn how to identify your trigger points, how to identify your 
partner's trigger points so that you can manage that emotion properly and de-escalate conflict so fast, so fast. And that is what we're going to be teaching you at this workshop. So you want to be there. You need to be there because conflict and communication, these are the key reasons why couples divorce. And if you master the skills early on in your relationship, whether you're dating, you're engaged, you're newly married, wherever that is, imagine where you will be 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Because all it takes is learning new habits, learning new skill sets. And that's what we're going to be teaching you and equipping you at this workshop. So go to holycouplesworkshop.com. Go to the link in our show notes to get registered because this is going to happen. This registration is going to be happening for only a few days. And after this live workshop, we don't know when we're going to be doing these (laughs) workshops again. Why? Because Sarah is about to give birth to baby number two and we're going to be taking a great break to just spend time a lot of time with family so this is your advantage to actually hang out with us to learn new skills so that you can be the holy couple that god's calling you to be so go to holycouplesworkshop.com and we're so excited to see you there with that being said praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage take care and god bless we hope you enjoyed this episode if you haven't already subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly... If you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.